Pass auf, du Robin with Tactics Podcast. Today, back to the roots, going through the Stoicism subreddit. Let's actually have a look. Um, what is new here, what isn't new here, whether there is some old shit, still the same shit. I do expect actually quite still the same shit, to be honest. Um, things don't change that rapidly as I'd wish for, <laughs> especially when it comes to, to things like these, you know, problems that people are having. But still, let's have a look at what we can find here. Let me clear. Uh, there we go. Done. And make it a tiny bit bigger. There we go. Actually, yeah, a lot bigger, I guess. Read before posting Stoicism Beginner's Guide Weekly Discussions Thread FAQ, FAQ, yeah, FAQ and rules and many more things. Um, if you're interested, read this post by the moderators. Um, and if you're also interested in posting there, things I guess really easily get uh, taken down, especially when it is not. And I want to emphasize, not stoicism related. I've seen that quite often that people were um, made uh, to 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 to, to um, explain what the whole point of this post is in terms of stoicism or how it is related to stoicism. So be aware of that. Marcus Aurelius Meditations 10.5. Whatever happens to you has been waiting to happen since the beginning of time. The twining strands of fate wove both of them together, your own existence and the things that happen to you. Quote Reflections. Marcus talks a lot about fate and nature's plan in the meditations, which is, if you do not know, the book that he has written, which kind of is a diary and um, very interesting because Marcus Aurelius being an emperor and him talking about those everyday problems that he is having and those things that he is facing. Um, as small as they might be and or as big as they might be, uh, be, it's strangely interesting to see, or it, well, it's not strangely interesting to see, it is actually, um, I think it just makes sense, you know, that this person that is in the highest ranks of the ranks is still having the same problems as we are having. And as funny as it is, those people um, that have been living, I think 2000 years ago, something like this, they are still, uh, or they had the same problems as we are having right now. This puts things into perspective a bit on one hand and on the other hand kind of, I don't know, sometimes I feel a bit not dumb. It is strange, but also in a good way, because um, if they had this problem, you know, I can just look uh, and, and find what they did or what he did, for example, and then do the same thing as well and change my problem in this way, maybe, hopefully, or whatever. And indeed, yes, he talks a lot about nature's plan and fate. Whenever or not the universe has a plan for us, the best way in which we can handle the future and hope to gain the life in vision is to focus on ourselves and our actions. We must work towards a virtuous life by our own accord and everything else will fall into place. If there is no free will, then whatever happens will happen no matter what. We cannot change that. We can, however, adjust our reaction to it and embrace the future if there is free will, I'm sorry, um, then living a virtuous life as thought by or taught by Stoicism will lead you to the path you should be on. If you embrace the concept, then you will no doubt be happy. Which makes sense. At least, you know, when you're thinking like a Stoic, makes sense that, you know, when you're doing whatever they are doing or whatever they are teaching, that your life is going to be good. But I think for 
many things. I don't even want to say most things. Whatever they're saying and whatever they're talking about and whatever their values are, they are quite useful, I think, um, regarding many things that I've read, many um, interviews that I've been been listening to throughout the years. Um, and a lot of people I've encountered that are into stoicism and or sometimes even follow it quite a bit. Nietzsche. Nietzsche's critique of stoicism. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Let's see. Let's see Nietzsche. I've very recently also covered um, to some degree a summary of Nietzsche's philosophy, which you can still find on the Silverstot Silvers.rs site. I'm not quite sure. Google for Derek Silvers and book notes and you'll find it. Um, very good book notes, very uh, many books, a ton of books. Also, um, things added quite, I don't know the frequency, but relatively frequently, but still really good and also advisable to go through. You desire to live according to nature? Oh, you noble Stoics, what fraud of words. Imagine to yourself a being like nature, boundlessly extravagant, boundlessly indifferent, without purpose or consideration, without pity or justice, at once fruitful and barren, I'm sorry, and barren and uncertain. Imagine to yourself indifference as a power. How could you live in accordance with such indifference? To live is not that just endeavoring to be otherwise than this nature. Is not living, valuing, preferring, being unjust, being limited, otherwise than this nature. Is not, I'm sorry, <laughs> endeavoring to be different. And granted that your imperative, living according to nature, means actually the same as living according to life, you could. How could you do differently? Why should you make a principle out of what you yourself are and must be? In reality, however, now I actually have to have a look at the full post. Um, where have we been? How could you do differently? Why should you make a principle out of what you yourself are and must be? In reality, however, it is quite otherwise. With you, while you pretend to read with rapture the canon of your law in nature, you want something quite the contrary. You extraordinary stage players and self-deluders. In your pride you wish to dictate your morals and ideals to nature, to nature herself, and to incorporate them therein or therein, I guess. You insist that it shall be nature, according to the stoa, and should like and would like everything to be made after your own image, as a vast eternal glorification and generalism of stoicism, which all your love for truth you have forced yourself so long, so persistently, with such hypnotic rigidity, to see nature falsely, that is to say, stoically, that you are no longer able to see it otherwise, and to crown all some unforth what the fuck unfathomable I guess I don't know <laughs> super super kilsness gives you the battler might hope because you're able to tyrannize over yourself. Stoicism is self-tyranny. Nature will also allow herself to be tyrannized over. It's not the stoic part of nature, but this is an old and everlasting story. What happened in old times with the stoics still happens today. As soon as ever a philosophy begins to believe in itself, it always creates the world in its own image. It cannot do otherwise. Philosophy is this tyranny. A tyrannical impulse itself, the more spiritual will to power, the will to creation of the world, the will to causa prima. Or actually, causa prima. Or prima, I don't know. Beyond good and evil, nine. 
I'm wondering how would some of my more well-researched stories respond to this. Actually, very interesting. Um, I'm also very interested in what people are saying now in the comments. Um, Beyond Good and Evil is a book, as far as I remember, by Nietzsche. I have covered to quite some bit a book by Nietzsche, which was Thus Stoke Zarathustra. Um, sometimes very difficult to read, at least for me as a non-native, but um, and also as a person that is not very good at uh, uh, interpreting books and or whatever he has read. But still, I think interesting to see the story. It is always quite interesting to see some, how should I say, non-fiction being uh, told or, or being um, storyized through fictional stories, learning things through fiction, as um, a lot of people actually like to do, for example, Bill Gates and many more like reading non-fiction to gain insights into many different areas. Oh no. But let's have a look at what people are saying in the comments. This is a very well uh, treat. Is it threat? What the fuck? Territory on the subreddit. I would recommend searching it on the subreddit to see previous discussions. In short, Nietzsche's characterization of stoicism and nature in this piece is straw man based on semantics. Nietzsche is approaching nature as something primal, savage, and visceral, more similar to how we approach nature today. <laughs> the Stoics had a much different semantic understanding of the term by which they were describing the characteristics that nature developed for humanity that would be most conductive to the flourishing of the species. They regard those characteristics to be virtue. Uh, oikeosis, cosmopolitanism, and other moral-slash-ethical frameworks central to the philosophy. I wish, quote-unquote, nature in a Stoic context was more thoroughly explained, especially for the layman, because it is such a huge part of Stoicism, but also it is easy to misunderstand-slash-misinterpret the meaning. And I would certainly agree so. Even though, I guess, when you're googling for nature in stoicism explanation or something like this you're probably gonna find something but anyway um let's have a look at the uh, i think that was a self-improvement self-improve yes there it is a self-improvement subreddit that i have been on quite frequently back in the days well back in the days meaning a year ago or maybe even half a year or something and um it is always quite interesting to see the problems that other people are having first of all Second of all, what other people are saying that might have been in this position. And uh, third of all, me being able to kind of see what is going on and, and maybe even what people are seemingly struggling with and having the ability to talk and share these things to someone that um, hopefully does not have the same problem and or certain issues kind of related, but chances are quite. So let's see. Have anxiety? Delete your TikTok. Yep, I'm 24. 24 years old female. I recently deleted TikTok. I have tried to access the app about 80 times in a day and had to fake scroll to relax at one point. Two days later, I feel relief to not be subjected to some 30 second hot take that doesn't matter. Disliking things didn't help and it might have even brought more shitty content on. I am able to focus on my work and no longer feel as anxious. Could all this be caused by this stupid app? My life has been ticking and slowly bedrudgingly waiting for the next hit of serotonin from the app. Um, the whole serotonin thing and or in general hormone... Well, now let's just stick with serotonin. Um, I think it is a thing 
I believe it is a thing because it, it, it would just make sense and it and it also does make sense and I think it is also proven. So from time to time really trying hard not to um, get too much serotonin weather. It is and there is a very interesting episode by Andrew Huberman on that uh, on his podcast Andrew Huberman Lab podcast very informational sometimes also very scientific but still explained in a way that everybody can follow and everybody can understand and use the information but still um, I don't want to say detoxing but minimizing serotonin levels to to get back to some sort of a base level does make sense um, in forms of and I have forgotten much of the information but um, maybe just working out without the music, um, not layering things, um, maybe, um, you know, you know, some simple things like this, uh, that, uh, as I'm just thinking about it, they just feel good in the moment, but, um, they may not good for the long term. Of course, when I am working out with music all the time, it would be a bit of a, a drag when I'm then working out without music, but, I would certainly appreciate other things a bit more. Also not watching any videos that I, by the way, do, and so on and so forth. Many more things. Maybe riding a bike without music or without listening to anything. Um, I believe it does good and I also feel it for myself that it does good when I am not always being hit by something, some media. But another thing that I want to add, I do not necessarily believe in any social media site being the sole reason why one is feeling bad. The problem is that I have a trigger. Then I have a pause and then there is my reaction. The problem is my reaction. The problem is not necessarily the trigger. And in the space between where I can decide what I'm going to do, um, I decide to um, do whatever to maybe be anxious and and or whatever and there may be many more reasons why one is anxious not only because of one social media app and so on and so forth i always find it a bit how should i say um a bit too easy if this makes sense to just be like okay you know it's all about social media it's just because of this app that i am feeling this that and the other way might be exaggerating it might be um letting you feel it even more possibly Rewire your brain to create a life you love. Tips and tricks. The science of our ability to rewire our thoughts and feelings is called neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity is the brain's ability to change and adapt as a result of experience. Neuroplasticity is the capacity of neurons and neural networks in the brain to change their connections and behavior in response to new information, sensory simulation, sorry, stimulation, development, damage, or dysfunction. Neural pathways are strengthened strengthened into habits through the repetition and practice of thinking feeling and acting this is how you rewire your brain through repetition this is how you always learned a new skill since you were a child through repetition yes repetition being a fundamental also technique to memorize things by the way once you learn something but sometimes it just doesn't make sense because you would have to memorize uh, repeat a certain phrase or word or whatever it might be for so many times that it is just way too inefficient and there is other ways to go by once you learn something new will go into your subconscious mind which means you'll do that specific thing on autopilot walk talk drive act think behave now ask yourself what do you want to transform in your life choose that thought make it an affirmation and start repeating it what behavior do you want to replace what habit what situation take a minimum of 10 minutes a day to practice 
I really am not into affirmations. I think there's a bit of science behind affirmations and um, behind positive self-talk, but there are so many negative associations that I'm having with affirmations that I I think I, I myself wouldn't bother <laughs> kind of uh, creating ones for myself. But yeah, anyway, um, I really hope that I've been able to share something of value with you. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe or like or whatever. And um, hopefully we're going to see you next time.